Yeah, welcome back to the Wash Guys Extravaganza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's your man's. It's your boy, man. <laughs> Nobody's saying it's your boy no more. I'm gonna bring it back. It's your boy, and I want to be your boy. Don't ever call me your boy. I fucking kill you, nigga. That's your wash moment. Trav got his out the way early. Wash Guys. <laughs> Yeah, Watch Guys is back uh, in full effect. This is the episode Ocho. Um, is it the eighth episode? Yes, it is. Hell, R.I.P. Kobe. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. to Kobe, man. Shout out to my brother, man. One of the biggest Kobe Bryant fans I ever knew in life. So, Crazy. Uh, I, I didn't realize he was a Kobe Bryant fan until like... And not one of them fake Kobe Bryant yeah. fans that was like, oh, shit, he's dead. Nah, nah. He you walk in his apartment, it's been a Lakers, it's you know, Lakers been a, banner. Yeah, no. <laughs> Me and him would damn near fight over the Philadelphia fucking Lakers finals. Like we were, damn, we I were, we, that were shit. we were at odds. I was, <laughs> I was really like, damn, Iverson might win one, bro. Well, uh, yeah, I knew we weren't gonna win. Yeah, but I love, I love seeing my nigga step over. My nigga Eric Snow made it to the finals. Yeah. Uh, shout out Tyron Lou. Uh, my family tells me that we're cousins, so uh, shout out to you, bro. You was famous, that yeah. Year. You ain't never hit me up, so fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, I'm here. Let us borrow some money. Let me get your ring. You got a ring? <laughs> you got a championship ring. Let me wear it. Let me put it on the chain. All right, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> Watch guys are back. And, uh, yeah, man, shout out to everybody that's dealing with the whole bitch shit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it current because yeah. uh, that's what's happening. This nigga swore off talking about the vid and For just sure. opens up with it mm-hmm. <laughs> this episode. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think people are starting to finally take things seriously. Uh, I saw some stats that were saying that uh, most communities are affected. Their African-American populations are affected the most. I don't know how true that is, but I always think about my conspiracy wheels get to turn anytime I hear some statistic where African-Americans or people of color are affected adversely. We always seem to be on the front lines of like any tragedy. Yeah, but at the same time, when I seen that shit, I was like, man, you really think if this shit was affecting us the most, they would tell us, nigga? Yeah. We'd have to goddamn dig through a tunnel and jump over a 12-foot bar to find this shit, man. Niggas ain't never helped niggas with the truth, man. So, if you think the truth comes from, like, an easy source, then, you know, <clears throat> me personally, I feel like, well... You're probably being lied to. Or sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> One another. <laughs> Those are your only options. <laughs> Cold world, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> get right or get left. <laughs> yep. But, but yeah. But yeah. Uh, I think um, I'd like to shout out to everybody that's still working through it. I yes, see a lot sir. of people on a regular basis that uh, are in the field. Everybody who's working knows each other. It's a, it's a weird camaraderie amongst blue collar people. Hell yeah. Shout out Taji. Yeah. Shout out my nigga Vince. Vince. Shout out my brother uh, Hayes, Jay Hayes. Yeah. My nigga Corey Chop Ross. Yeah. Shout out Chop, man, my nigga. This nigga been, this nigga been able to lily pad his way in the good situation after good situation. My nigga bounced back after that car accident. That's funny. But yeah, I talked to Chop today, man. He was he was saying how. Did you see that shit where he was talking about me and uh? <laughs> Yeah, me and I saw you, ba- <laughs> you bad-mouthing this nigga's taste in music. I was like, yeah, I've never talked about your taste in music. Nigga, ever. I don't know what that shit's about. Yeah, man. Shout out, Chop, man. We'll have to, uh, I'm going to have to uh, run that shit past. Uh, it's nothing so, but, 
Yeah, it's nothing but love when I talk about you, dog. Nah, but, fuck you, Nick. Yeah. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> that's my brother. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, that's probably, I guess, a good segue into my wash moment. Uh, we've been talking about how we always talk about the comparison between like what people consider hip-hop and rap and how people view music now or the genre of music now compared to its glory years. And uh, I think Walsh, a lot... Wash is even considered something glory years. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> That's a wash term. Because everyone has their glory years. Yeah, and anybody who's young don't know what the fuck a glory year is yet. Glory years is when... It's relative. Yeah, it's relative. But um, I think my wash moment is I've been realizing how conscious I am of time and how I view it. We were talking about it earlier. When you're young, you look at time as a liability. Like, man, I'm either too young to do this or... Yeah, like, I see people on the internet all the time talking about, I got all this time, I don't know what to do with it. So, it's so much to do with that time. Yeah, please. If you don't know what to do with your time, I assume you're just unimaginative or young or haven't been able to experience it. Even when I was young, though, like, to keep it real, like, like I was putting out albums. Like, like I can show you my timeline. The one thing I... Super thankful for is like whether I like the music or I don't like the music. I was making music, so I I can hear what I was thinking even if I don't remember. Right, it. I saw somebody post earlier like music is the best timestamp. I was like, damn, that's true. Because anytime I look back at stuff we've done, I always say, oh, I know what was going on during that time period. Like I can yeah. picture it, and I think I associate it with other people's music that I admire. Like, yeah. good music, I always remember where I was or what I was doing. Oh, yeah. But, um... That's what, the, half the reason why I don't want to hear mu new music right now. Like, in the quarantine, it's been, like, a little funny thing. A lot of people have been trying to drop new music or whatever. And, like, it's been weird for me because it's hard for me to listen to it because I don't have a setting to put it in. Yeah. Like, for me, music is, is about, like, setting. So... If I don't have a setting to put it in, unless you're just making making some shit for the house and some really some really vibey shit, then it's hard for me to really get into it. But shout out to everybody that's dropping music right now. Uh, that's a good wash moment. I think uh, the other half of it was just the fact that I look at now, time is more of an asset. I I. I I take more advantage of the time that I do have to do certain things. Like, always having something kind of up my sleeve, which was developed at a point when time was a liability. Like, I occupied my time with doing the shit that I could do because I couldn't do what well, other really, people older than me were doing. Definitely. And then now, it's I occupy my time with things that I should have been probably doing when I was younger, but just was preoccupied with the wrong shit. And being aware that I felt like there's... <clears throat> Being aware of that makes me feel washed. Because <laughs> yeah. now I'm looking at it from the standpoint, I'm the nigga telling somebody like, yo, you should do X, Y, Z. Mostly because of the experience I had not doing it. Yeah, same. Because I'll go into, when I meet younger artists, a lot of times, you know, I don't have a lot of conversation, real conversation with uh, younger artists. But when I do, and somebody I meet that's dope and young, I always tell them like, yo, whatever you do, man, don't get a girl, man. Like, <laughs> don't. And I don't even mean, like, don't get a girl, but don't be too attached to anything. Yeah. If you're going to be an artist, you know. You got to be an artist. Yeah. 
Like it's really not a it's not a life for a family man in this shit. Unless your chick is like one in a million. And by a million I mean a trillion. And I think that's that's another aspect of realizing how valuable time is. Cause you'll spend time with somebody and then you'll think about, man, I could have done so much more yeah, with this time for self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And this and I think that's the part about being an artist confined to time because at the end of the day you're never really all artists aren't ne- are never declared great until they're dead like you never give a nigga flowers when you when they can still smell except hope yeah except hope um shout mm. hope and there are some there are some that get and yay i think yeah we're, hope we're, and yay i think we're like we're getting to the point where we're starting to uh, like give flowers to uh, a lot of dudes that are dope right in, now in in previous but in previous yeah, years, in previous years, in the, the years, standard was in the in the way that we grew up. You were declared great when you were dead. Yeah, and not even music artists. I mean, visual artists, same shit. I mean, like, Jada had the line. Us growing up, like dead artists get better promotion. Yeah, we we, we grew up on that line. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand your point. But uh, shit, let me get to my watch moment. Uh, I talked about this shit on another episode. That's probably not gonna air. Shout out to us <laughs> with the quality control. Uh, it's really weird, like being an adult now, because now, like a twenty-one-year-old is like a kid to me. <laughs> Not to even mention eighteen, nineteen, or something like that's super. So I look at I look at those types. Like I remember being in the age where it's like. You know, you 25, you see, you meet a chick that's 21 or 20. It's like they kind of ripe for the picking, you know what I'm saying? feel like good grapes. But now it's like, it's icky and shit. <laughs> yeah, you you talk to them. I, I was talking, it's talking about- to them and it almost feel like manipulation. And it feel like, oh yeah, this is the kind of dudes that I don't ever want to be. So uh, shout out to all the pervs in the world that... Uh, <laughs> I hear trying Fuck to date 21-year-olds. Yeah, man. That's 40 dating 19-year-olds. How were they surviving during quarantine? I don't know. You don't even have bait to catch them. Mm-hmm. Money is always the best bait. What you what you guaranteeing at this point? A cold? Money. Yeah, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, man. So that's my watch moment, man. <laughs> just, you know. I work with a lot of young people, and it's just weird. Like, I, I don't even look at them as like people and shit they're like just little things that are around me they say almost dumb like shit infants. Yeah. infants you can communicate with I almost not even communicate with two yeah, yeah. it's like in the way you <laughs> communicate with a two or three year old just keep it very basic and just hope for the best but yeah that's my watch moment uh we're gonna get into uh what what topics you got man uh, the first one we had was celebrities begging for attention during quarantine. This is actually a topic I, I wanted to talk about, man. I, like, I don't know if anybody else been seeing it. This is just my personal opinion, you know. So, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no more disclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> no more disclaimers. Sean told me about disclaimers, man. I'm not doing disclaimers no more. You see how your how lame your favorite celebrity is, right? Like niggas gotta really see that shit right now. Like once a nigga doesn't have the public 
like fawning over him and every time they go to the fucking grocery store or whatever, they don't know what to do or him or her. Like they're doing all these ridiculous challenges or they're talking to each other on fucking Instagram live and they expecting us to give a fuck. And I urge everybody not to give a fuck, man. Like, I think we got a humble celebrities right now. Like, we appreciate talent, man. I grew up in an uh, age where we appreciated talent. I think social media changed the way we view talent. And now the talent is just being on camera. And that's not a talent. And so, I think it's even the playing field because now you see celebrities trying to do things that they see social media celebrities trying to do. And it's just not hitting the same. Yeah, thing. and I remember real celebrities, quote unquote, trying to shit on social media celebrities. Yep. Like, like they don't have a real talent. What do they do? And now you're doing the same shit. You're trying to make up all these bullshit challenges. You're doing all these goddamn beat battles. Like, I give a fuck. Because I don't. Like, nigga. Whatever, nigga. Work with an artist and make some good music. That yeah. what that's what impresses me. Like, everybody, everybody just You playing the shit that you already done, nigga. There's good artists out here right now. Why the fuck you not working with them? And don't say cause they don't work reach out, because I'm sure Jay ain't reach out. Yeah. Or all the people ain't reach out that you got placements right now. Yeah. You was hungry. You was trying to get it. I think it like was maybe you need to go at yeah, yeah. But a lot you of want times, the respect for no reason. I mean, a lot, a lot of times you see these people who've had so much clout or credibility for so long, they got to do stuff that they probably wouldn't normally do because they're not out here. You know what I mean? Their presence isn't as relevant as it was when it was like face-to-face. Like you had to At the same time, I think 21 Savage would work with Just Blaze. Definitely. But, you know what I'm saying? I think now it's a, it, we at a point where Every artist got to make his way into the game. So he ain't thirsty by the time he gets into the game. Mm. Like, he ain't looking to look for every fucking producer. Because especially, like, for us in the South, like, 21 is a good example. This motherfucker really had to work. I watched his rise, like, as a nigga being in Atlanta. Like, he wasn't always the 21 that's on fucking Jimmy... Kimmel or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. Late night TV, like, he wasn't the star celebrity that he is now. Like, he we watched. Tacos. Yeah, we watched this shit. Yeah. Like, so, like, to, to for, like, so for a producer to want him to, like, fight his way into the game and then fight his way to get to them is kind of fucking ridiculous. So, yeah. it's like. You'd almost be better just doing doing what you know. Fuck you know how much fuck work, with you. Yeah. You know how much work it is to get to the game? Why would I want to reach out to a producer that don't even know me when, like the like you said, the pe- let's fuck with the people that fuck with me, the people that was down with me. So, I don't even remember what the fuck we was talking about. But. Celebs doing too much for attention. Yeah. So, it's like, fuck the beat battles. Like, just, pre- I mean, Primo already, like, I mean, I heard Primo with a, I mean, Primo be open. Mm-hmm. So, Primo got a Drake joint. Primo got a Joey Badass joint. Like, Primo got... Shout out Prem, man. Yeah. He one of the dudes that really do it right. But, uh, yeah, man. Celebrities looking weird, man. Doing all these weird versus battles. I don't want to hear Babyface versus fucking... Tank. Tank. (laughs) Exactly. I don't ever want to hear that shit, bro. I I think everything has become so social media based that people don't know what to do without it. Like, there's no sense of 
Like, oh, I should work with somebody else. Because before we could be entertained with ourselves, we used to try to feed off other people. And that, like, a lot of... I think that's why religion encourages congregation so much. Like, if you share the same ideas, you're supposed to be around each other so that way that idea kind of grows and flourishes. But now it's like you see people just doing the same thing because there's no outside influence. There's nobody, there's nobody out there to tell you when you're inside your crib, like, you know, maybe you shouldn't shoot 67 TikTok videos where you and your bitch changing clothes. Like, maybe you shouldn't do that 67 mm. times just to get one mm. so you can put it out there mm. for everybody else to see. It's not like yeah. we haven't seen it. Yeah. And it's cool, like, you know what I mean? But that's the thing that made me feel like, man, celebs out here doing weird shit. Like, but you, you, just change it, you, you change your clothes with your girl and shit. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You spending time getting dressed in the crib. Like, like this is what you do when you have nothing to do. And that's kind of my, that's that's kind of like reiterates my wash moment. I just look at what I do with my time. Like I don't yeah. really want to waste time. I I'm either trying to develop. Nah, you you really said develop something. a skill or develop like some sort of clarity. But like, you said some shit with like the measure. The measure of a person is what they do with their time. Yeah. <laughs> like you. But at the end of the day, you want to you want to die great. Like you want to have. I, I was telling somebody I'm else. I'm constantly I about being worried. I come. I'm constantly worried about like. At the end, what's the story of my life, you know? Like, uh, we doing a podcast right now. It needs to be recorded because I want people to know what the fuck I was doing, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's just weird seeing celebrities. Like, you see a lot of people that don't have no substance. Like, you know, you take away the basketball court from a motherfucker or the movies from a motherfucker or the, the stage, radio. the radio, or anything from a motherfucker, and you realize how uninteresting they are. Or how uncreative. They're not creative. They're just people in a place. And uh, shout out to us, man, because we not that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Civil we got? rights update. Yeah, man. Um, I did want to do the civil rights update because I do feel like uh, everybody that's listening is probably civil rights fans, if not. Get familiar. You don't know, get to know. Ain't take me shit to blow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But nah, real shit, uh, No Good Times is on the way. Yeah, we've got uh, another project we're working on in between there. Honestly, to be, let, let's let's keep it uh, 100, 100. I don't know what he's about to say. <laughs> Cause, cause I know we said no disclaimers, but I don't know what he's about to say right now. Uh, <laughs> Anytime a nigga say I'm gonna keep it 100 and I ain't in the loop, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Especially if he says he's keeping it 120. <laughs> I've never heard that, so I'm even more confused. But nah, uh, I just want to say that the album is pretty much done. Like uh, the only reason why any niggas ain't heard it is because. It's weird right now. Uh, I really want to. I want to do this just, just to keep it one hundred. Like, uh, just to be clear. Yeah, you want to keep it one hundred. You want to hear the new album? Then holla at me. You know what I'm saying? We'll do some things. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll do some things. And if you paid attention, you kind of heard the new album. Like, we might fuck around and uh, start this podcast with a with a little surprise joint. But uh, yeah, anyway, like I just want to get a little civil rights update. Album done. Niggas is doing shit. Y'all gonna get hit with a new album soon. So uh, I appreciate everybody that's been listening to this shit thus far. 
Um, the next topic we had was stimulus checks. Oh, yeah. Which I'm still in the process of uh, trying to get. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the only thing that about 2020 that may, is going to make people kind of like, meh. <laughs> 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 like everything else, it's, it is crazy how like $1,200 change a nigga life. Like you see so many people out here excited about yeah. $1,200. And I'm not even flexing. It's a good, it's a twelve hundred. A lot of money, twelve hundred made on my own would feel amazing. But a gift of twelve hundred feels kind of like, mm. yeah. Like I, 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 and I've, I'm here. I don't know, man. I, this, this is this is turned finances into like sports center because now I'm watching like. <laughs> I'm watching the stock market just because I'm concerned about other moves I might I might make. I'm hearing shit like people, somebody, I heard somebody say like successful people are greedy when everybody else is scared and scared when everybody else is greedy. And I'm like, man, everybody's scared right now. Like what is the successful person's perception of like the world? Just cause like I think of other trends like tragedy usually is when people capitalize for finance, wars boost economies. Like, yeah. So, like, one of those topics I wanted to bring up, but we're not going to do, but <laughs> we're going to wait on, shout out to Vince, but, like, uh, the stimulus effect on streetwear, and I think, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> but I think, like, overall, like, any merchandiser is just sitting there with their hands, like, Birdman. Yeah, I mean, we can touch on it. I thought about... I, that's a good topic, and I wanted to kind of discuss it because... Because at the end of the day, like... I think... I, think I, want, it, I wanted to ask people, like, how do you... You know, I, I almost wish we had an audience, but uh, I want to ask people, like, how y'all... What, what you doing with fashion right now? Like, how do you... How do you navigate? Are you, are you copping new shit, or are you just on some survival shit? I think... I think the biggest issue with streetwear right now given the current environment and was initially even before it got to the United States or Europe was that most manufacturers are in China. So when the quarantine hit the country, factories were closed. They weren't doing any outgoing shipments. Nobody was at work. All of that shit affected everybody's orders coming up for spring, summer, like right now. And I guess I don't know what was going on. I mean, we were aware of it. I, 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 it was in the news, but I don't watch news. The only news I get is through social media or through my whatever news happens on my phone. So when it hit here, I think it was like, now everybody's got to be in the crib. And I saw a lot of people in the beginning post these like silly-ass encouraging meeting, memes about artists during this quarantine or Geminis during this quarantine or unicorns during this quarantine and about how much they appreciate the time. But I, I'm really interested to see what type of, especially in the streetwear realm, what type of creativity or product comes out of it. I think, I know City in the Woods has got a lot of good things going on. I think Joe Fresh Goods is still going to have good things going on. But all those other little brands that are in between, outside of the major ones, like, yeah, I, I wonder started. how they're going to fare during... Like, I think it's going to be a lot less streetwear designers. It's going to be a lot less 
independent brands, and I'm interested to see who fares, like who weathers this storm. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to cut out a lot of the fat just based off, like, love. Yeah. Because, like... Dedication. Like, like a lot of people I see, are you you ain't really dedicated to it, and I'm... I'm and any I'm not art, saying artistic that, endeavor, I think, like, times like this definitely try... Try I, your love and, like, dedication to what's this. What's crazy is I was about to say, I was like, yo, being an artist is like being in love, because... The dedication, you can't ever ever quantify it. Somebody could be in it and say they got it. And they'd be like, all right, well, if you got it, that's what it is. So just like somebody can say, I'm an artist. And the art could be whatever. Subjective. And subjective. And you got to sit there and be like, all right, well, I mean, who am I to say yeah. otherwise? Yeah. And, I, and, and success is only based off of whatever popularity or time frame you tend to drop said art or product. And I think this is an interesting time. Like, wh- who do you cater to? Like, yeah. what do you drop right now? Which goes to, to my uh, earlier point of uh, celebrities looking weird uh, <laughs> during this quarantine time because you're starting to see what an uh, artist really is. Yeah, I feel like actors are probably the ones that look, are faring the worst because you you survive off attention. You you saw that before this pandemic but like now it's, getting, it's had, getting so weird it's just disgusting but uh, certain celebrities always had a weird vibe on the internet you're like man this nigga corny as fuck yeah but now the now the corns is like <laughs> popping yeah. nigga we in a movie they pop corns, yeah uh, <laughs> 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 well, i don't even know where we started with that uh but where we're gonna finish is the next subject whole tips Female uh, hoteps, to be specific. H-O-E, hoteps. Shout out to all my bitches with the uh, rocks. And the unks. Hoes selling rocks, and it ain't cracked no more. Damn. It's crazy. Uh, I, uh, shout out to uh, George Bush. <laughs> and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I recently got called a hippie. Mm. So I'm, oh, let's talk about it. So I get called. Hold on, man. <laughs> hold on. Fuck that. I get so pissed off because chicks like I say some real shit. Not even chicks, because niggas be hoes too, man. man I don't want to call no nigga hoes, man. Because you know <laughs> some niggas, of y'all niggas hoes. Yeah, some niggas be doing hoes shit, but uh. I'll say some real shit and a nigga be like, yo, uh, put a koofy on me in a meme or some shit. Not really, because I'll beat the shit out when you (laughs) (laughs) Put a meme. Let's do it. I'll die by this shit. (laughs) Whatever. But, uh, yeah. But a nigga talk like he putting a meme of me in a koofy. You know what I'm saying? Try to try me like I'm one of these really woke niggas and like the thing is like black people gotta understand bro it's woke and it's just being real like nigga what what the fuck you want me to be blind like this shit's stupid man like a bitch of pet rocks and all of a sudden it's nothing wrong with this shit she like she's spiritual and all this shit and I just say yo black people get mistreated and nigga put me in the koofy like yeah what the fuck are we doing, man? Like, niggas be so desperate for pussy and, like, so in a, like, race to be, like, cool on the internet. Shit get real. Some, like, shit get not real. 
Shit gets spooky sometimes, man. So, yeah. like, just because we civil rights, man, don't ever, don't ever think this on some goofy shit, man. <laughs> I, I just got to say that. Just personally for me. You know what I'm saying? To tie back into the topic, I think it's... <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I think it's a good point. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, man. I do I, feel, I like feel like men are judged said, way harshly. Something you said before is like, I think I've heard people describe it as the pussification of mankind or manhood. Mm. Like, mm. as golden men, so go to women. So in certain situations where... I see it in relationships I got. Like, if I don't assert myself at a certain point in time, you lose a certain level of leeway. Or, excuse me, let me not say leeway. You lose a certain measure of control. And I don't mean that in the sense of, like, you control what bad. they do. Yeah. But you control what what you can do in a certain situation, What what's allowed to happen. And I think yeah. that yeah, with, 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 with spirituality, like, unfortunately... I feel like being nobody, black is not spiritual, man. Yeah, you that was my you point. You don't that was my, to, that was like really my main point. I'm you sorry to cut you off. You don't but like my main, have to, hold, but like yeah, like my main point is like yeah, being like me saying some black shit it has nothing to do with me as being spiritual. I don't believe in fucking Hey Cruz or Grala or whatever the fuck like <laughs> anybody fucks with. Like I don't believe in any of that shit. Like I don't say it don't exist, but I don't not I don't I don't I believe in not believing in. You know what I'm saying? But like so don't call me woke because I believe in blackness. Blackness is not wokeness, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> I'm black. Like the woke and believing in the rocks and all that shit that y'all be doing, man. I don't do that. But I I yes, I, I am a black man. I think the uh the reason it's the reason it's worth mentioning is because You'll say some real shit and it'll be looked at as deeper than it really is outside of it just being perspective as a black man. And then you'll see somebody take a picture of himself and have like eyeshadow and you know what I'm saying? Like uh, a copper necklace and the fucking well, I mean, I I, I said eyeshadow, but I meant like diamonds. Like they got the diamonds on I their eyes. Black you Panther, just like man, Black Panther drop all these random hoes taking pictures in dashikis. In dashikis, yeah, it's like. And then I'll say like, yo, black people are being mistreated, mistreated, and the motherfucker to call me a hotel. Uh, it's like, yo, stop disrespecting me, man. And it's not, it's not, it's not <laughs> to say that any of those things are wrong. It's just that. The mile long caption that you have under there isn't just about like you. It looked like bait. Like it, there's no context to it, and I feel like there's no personality behind just saying some deep shit. Cause I'm like, yo, where are you getting this from? Why do I trust your opinion? And I only stopped here because it's a pretty picture, and I'm not saying that it's surface value shit, but it feel like surface value shit. Cause when you meet is. these people, and then you sit there and you have a conversation with them, and they're like, yeah. So you like, you like soaps, black owned businesses, yeah, candles, and, it, and it's like, ugh. Wrapped in commercialized blackness, you know what I mean? So like, don't get it twisted when I say some real shit about black people. Like, and I think everything is kind of like in a process of commercializing black shit. It's like, you see t-shirts that say melanin on the front. I mean, it's a whole like, show that's called Blackish. Black. <laughs> on and network that, TV, not even on no... No, no sneaky television. This or is dear white TV. people. Yeah. It's like everything is so homogenized 
It, I'm not saying that it is the norm. Like, I'm not saying that this is a, a cover-all role. But it's a cover-all rule. But kinda, it looked like that. Yeah, it looked like that. Because I know people... I think part of the reason we're not dropping that other episode is just because it's going to sound like we're saying some shit that we're not really trying to say and there's no context given. This is by no means talking to everybody. But you can't so tell me you done ran into somebody who said some shit and you realize it's just like a you talking to a jar, an empty one. Like yeah. it's like, man, everything just echoes. Yeah. This shit just this is not a real experience. But like uh, you taking these captions from Google. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um I'm gonna call this episode the Ramble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry uh, for all the Ramble talk. But uh, what else we got? Uh, top five. Well, we did top ten, a combination of our top ten kids movies. All right. Um, uh, I know a lot of people are done. I'm going to let you roll them off, and I'm just going to comment on them because I, I I was involved in most of the list. I mean, I think we've got... I mean, I got some... You, you gave great choices. But anyway, yeah. I think a lot of people during this time period are watching a lot of movies. They're trying to find things Especially to do. Especially what they found. Yeah, Definitely. Um, so if you have kids, if you don't have kids, if you're from the same era we are, I'm sure you'll appreciate this list. The first movie I put down was, I'll go with one of your choices. I'm just going to ramble off joints. Sandlot. Uh, Sandlot is one of my favorite movies ever. Just like in life. Just cause like, you know, the great Bambino, man. Yeah. Shout out to, uh, Big Poppy. Babe Ruth. Uh, Me and Nick just had an interesting yeah, conversation. Yeah, about we had Babe a great, Ruth. really dope, interesting about Babe Ruth. Nick's gonna be on the podcast. So, yeah. Shout out, Nick. Anybody like knows me, they know about uh, PC Police. So, uh, yeah. Y'all Just Underground get, Podcast. Yeah, you should go back yeah, and look. Yeah. We need to repost those episodes. Yeah, we'll do that soon. Yeah. But, uh, PC Police. Uh, yeah, Nick's gonna be on that shit. But anyway, uh, Great Bambino, Sandlot is about that. It's like a little cool story about getting a baseball card or some shit. <laughs> it's just dog. about being friends. I think it's the... I and think a it's dog like, being white. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain the movies. <laughs> you just I think, think, <laughs> I was about to say some serious shit. It's about friends and camaraderie and shit. <laughs> no, it's about dogs, baseball cards, running fast, <laughs> Mexicans, <laughs> racism. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sound up by Cointel Pro for real. You want to keep it a hundred. Hell yeah. They got that black kid the fuck up out of here. That shit about ice. <laughs> <laughs> they kick Mexicans about out the field or some shit. <laughs> Definitely like, watch Sandlot, bro. Yep, Sandlot, bro. <laughs> we going to have to do a recap. <laughs> talk to me. Yeah, talk to me after. <laughs> All right, yo, so <laughs> our next movie. Uh, Ninja Turtles. I'll talk about this one. Ninja oh. Turtles 1 is my favorite Ooh, kids two, movie. Two. Oh, two. <laughs> you say two? Oh, this nigga, man. It's always somebody, bro. It's always somebody in the room that always loves Ninja Turtles 2. And I hate that nigga. Ninja Turtles 2 was all right, bro. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. It's, I, I can't, bro. I can't. Y'all got baited in by Vanilla Ice, man. Y'all some sellouts. House nigga ass niggas. But um, Ninja Turtles 1. First movie I really watched had curse words in it. Like, it was... They was beating the shit 
out of the foot. That it was real fights. It was bitches getting slapped. April O'Neil got backhanded and she fell for it. The nigga took his hand, closed it, opened it, and smacked the shit out of her. It was wild. As a kid, seeing Ninja Turtles one having it on VCR or VHS, pardon me. I'm old as fuck. Having it on VHS was a big deal, bro. Through movie parties. Every time I watched it, I ate pizza. Ninja Turtles 1 is probably like top tier movies in the 90s. Uh, fuck Die Hard, Terminator 2, all that other dumb shit we said. Ninja Turtles Ninja Turtles 1, pardon me. Uh, another one I had, a personal favorite, man. A lot of my, my, my favorite actors uh, were in this movie early and I didn't see... I didn't pay attention to it until later. But Meteor Man. Uh, Don Cheadle played a Golden Lord. Fucking Robert Townsend. Um, I can't remember that young nigga name. I think he was in Mighty Ducks. Wasn't that nigga in this movie too? Eddie Griffin was in it. But it was a... Meteor Man was about this uh, black superhero. It was a black teacher at that. And uh, he got hit by this meteor from space and they gave him superpowers. Uh, probably one of the few movies I remember Bill Cosby being in as a kid, um, outside of Ghost Dad, uh, Free Bill. <laughs> no. I don't know if I'm saying Free Bill, but, uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking around, man. Yeah. Let that nigga rock. But, uh, yeah, Meteor Man was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I just, I, I like the fact that it was a real black movie about a real black city. And, uh, Robert Townsend was bunking at the time. Parenthood was big. Uh, so, Meteor Man was on my list. Uh, yeah, shout out Robin Townsend, man. One of the uh, first great, uh, not first, one of the big, uh, great uh, black directors and shit. Yeah. So, uh, shout out Robin Townsend. I definitely seen Meteor Man as a kid, and it was one of those things like, shit, uh, black uh, superheroes is this, man. Like, I know a lot of kids listening to this now, and they're not, because <laughs> I don't fuck with kids. But, <laughs> but uh People listening to this now, like, we got so many Black Panthers and all that shit. But, uh, Meteor Man was the man. You know what I mean? My parents made sure I, watch, uh, like, saw that shit because mm-hmm. I grew up in a certain household. So, anybody that hasn't seen that or just, like, grew up and, like, forgot to show their kids that shit, I think it's a dope movie, like, especially in this time, time to, like, show your kid just, like, you know, show, like, show it, them, like, what happened before. It aged well. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a bad movie. I haven't seen period. it since I've been an adult, but, you know, just, just uh, for the culture, you know what I mean? I think it's one of those important movies that, like, kids should see, just to see the progression. I think you could show that in Black Panther all in one setting. Yep. All right. Next movie I had was Goonies. Oh, Goonies, man. Yeah. Goonies is one of those movies. Oh, my God. Like, growing up, it's like, that was like. I remember seeing it the first time. That was like. like and uh, being like, yo, what is this? Like, was this Somewhere Over the Rainbow movie? Wizard Eyes. Ah, uh, yeah. That was like my Wizard of Oz. Like, everyone That's saw a good it. analogy. <laughs> like, like, everyone saw that shit. As, yeah. Like, in my age group. It's like. You know, like they like it's just a really great movie. Coming of age, cool little yeah. teen movie. It's about friendship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why I said coming of age because that's that covers yeah. all of that. <laughs> what was wild is I was talking to Will about it. <laughs> Shout out Will. He was uh, 
he was shitting on our list because we had these old ass movies that weren't that old. Like with the other ones we had, the two I'm probably gonna take off, and we'll probably figure figure out another one is a uh, a Bug's Life because <laughs> he was like, "Nigga, y'all was 14 watching a Bug's Life." But it's a fire movie. It's a fire movie though. It's, no, it's a, and it'll work for the like people of this era right. because it's already in 3D and all that. Yep, and and I can show it to like my child or you know what I'm saying, Vince's kid. And they'd be like, oh, this is cool. I'll sit down and watch this. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. You know, I, and I would enjoy I put it. it on the list. And that's and that's why I feel like I wanted to play the other ants. one. Ants was, ants was too. Right too. Yeah. <laughs> uh but uh hey, Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? An animated movie with Woody, Woody Allen. That's it's kind of crazy. <clears throat> That'll never happen. Yeah, ever. That, like to the same token, my the one I was gonna take off too was uh <clears throat> Osmosis Jones. Oh, Osmosis Jones. Because Osmosis is Jones had all right, no man, so All right, so this <laughs> list is really like fuck Will list. <laughs> <laughs> we shitting on all of them. So. <laughs> but yeah. Nah, uh, no, no, for me, they stay on the list. I yeah. don't care what Sean Okay, Osmos, Osmosis Jones was mine because I was like, he was like, yo, you was like 11, bro. That's not a kid's movie. I was it's like, yo, I'm still a kid. It's a great movie. It's got it's Chris great, Rock. It's a great movie. It's got, what's that nigga name the, from the Seinfeld? Whole shit, it's, it's educational and shit. It's Bill Murray. Yeah, Bill Murray's in it. Great uh, movie all oh, around. Oh, yeah. The, the guy that got the uh, acid spit on his face in Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah, he was in it. The, yeah. uh, from Seinfeld. Yeah, from Seinfeld. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, on the low, Osmosis Jones is the nigga we re- need right now, bro. He get all this COVID shit yeah. out the way, man. Osmosis Jones and Captain Planet are the two niggas that need to be here for us right, right now. Still better than ill. Yeah. Like Osmosis Jones. Hey, man. Hey, man. Do you your research, know. man. Yeah. <laughs> I said it first. <laughs> Still better than ill. <laughs> what? <laughs> But yeah, man, Oz Muscles Jones is a really dope movie. I, I might have to watch that again. Everyone to recommend it. Like I recommend that show like for everyone to show that to their kids. Uh the one wild card I had that I didn't think you'd know was uh Last Starfighter. Yeah, uh I don't know. Last Starfighter you had, are correct. had I think Louis <laughs> Gossett Jr. played an alien, or is that mine? I think uh I think it might be mine. But yeah, Last Starfighter was the first like space movie I had. My dad, we was poor, but we had we knew what to buy. Like, and I think uh, my dad bought Laserdisc early, early, early on. And one of the movies we had on Laserdisc was Last Starfighter. And um, what? Nah, I mean, nah. I, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna save it for the end. It's for the end of the podcast. But yeah, uh, Last Starfighter uh, was about this dude who. Lived in a trailer park, and he was like the maintenance man or some shit. And I think he was raising his little brother or some other shit like that. He was just a down and out white kid, you know them nineties movies. Um, but it's this video game at the leasing office or whatever, and he it's called Last Starfighter. And he plays it, and he gets a real real high score, and he gets abducted by aliens to fight in this war that's supposed to like save the universe. It's a it's a stupid ass plot. But one of those movies that I was like, damn, bro, this shit all right. I think the, uh, like I said, the co-pilot was the quintessential, like, he's not black, but he's an alien. But he might be black. <laughs> so I was like, damn, bro, we really <laughs> we really get depicted as aliens in all these uh, early like 90s Piccolo movies. like from uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, you fucking, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. 
shit. <laughs> he <a> never. <laughs> Look at his antennas, bro. <laughs> Nigga can jump high. <laughs> he run fast. <laughs> he like the best version of us. He probably just regular where yeah. he from. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Another movie we had on the list, Land Before Time. I didn't even think about this shit, man. man but man, Land Before man. Time was the first dinosaur. That was our Jurassic Park as kids, man. My daughter would be watching Land Before Time. 12 or whatever they because they never stopped making them shits. Yeah, shout out Littlefoot. <laughs> Big, yeah. Big Bigfoot. Bigfoot. He's gonna beat me to it, bro. Nah, put some respect on that nigga. Bigfoot, nigga. That was our wood, bro. No <laughs> foot was like Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out Littlefoot. Uh, <laughs> Bigfoot, man. <laughs> Yeah, that nigga uh, tried to fuck Stacy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no foot tried to fuck Stacy, nigga. <laughs> it's always a Stacy. It's just so crazy. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Land Before Time is a really dope movie. It's long as fuck. Long. Bruh, what's crazy is my, my parents would always play this joke for me, like, when I have a time off, time off for school and, like, my mom would, like, be home. Like, she's like, I'm just gonna put on Land Before Time. <laughs> Let you watch it 11 times. <laughs> Once. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight days long. <laughs> Your brother and sister be home from school by the time. Once it's over. a day. No, nah, just once a day. Like, because I'm the youngest. So, right. uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Your brother and sister be home by the time this shit be Yeah, so I be gone. But, yeah. Land Before Time is a really dope movie to show your kids, especially if you want to put the motherfuckers to sleep. Right, right. But it's, it's actually a really cool movie, man. I don't remember the details of it, but it involves a dinosaur and talks. Sharp Tooth. <laughs> yeah. Sharp Tooth is the T-Rex. Yeah. Some shit happens. It deals with racism, too, man. <laughs> Discrimination. Because none of the dinosaurs were getting along. Sarah yeah. was bucking on Lil Foot because he was a long neck. Sarah was really a bitch, man. I never... She was a bitch in all the land before times I saw as a kid. Yeah, like, they... A, she never... She never got better. And this nigga didn't lie, bro. It's like 17 land before times. It's bro. it's like... It's gotta be at least 23 land before times. <laughs> Think about how young you were when you saw land before times. They never stopped making them, bro. That shit like Fast and Furious, bro. Yeah, yeah. Land yeah. before times was the first, like... Fast 9. Aggressive Pause. series. Pause. A fast nine. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to do disclaimers, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, the last movie I think we, because I think we covered all of them, is uh, Three Ninjas, bro. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Three Ninjas. We, I, I, as I sat here and thought about it, we kind of, we kind of got to have a discussion on whether or not Kickback or the first one. Is top tier three ninjas movies because I don't know who watched three three ninjas attack on Magic Mountain or whatever the oh, fuck that yeah, shit was. I don't know. Three ninjas got spooky. After it's, the first it was two. it's just two three ninjas. Ironically, it's like Lethal Weapon. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After but that, after the first two, bro, <laughs> you kind of got to stop watching. Yeah, you got to stop doing that shit. Even yeah. though Lethal Weapon four with Jet Li and uh, what's that nigga name? Yeah, three was pretty cool too. Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry, Lethal Weapon. Was it three or four? I think that was four. <laughs> that was, with Jet Li. Nah, I mean three was dope too. Three what? Lethal Weapon. Was it? 
So they straight. Yeah. I don't remember Lethal Weapon 3. Yeah. Shout out Mel Gibson, though. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Glover, especially. But yeah, um, <laughs> Three yeah. Ninjas Kick Back was fire, bro. Like, I like seeing these niggas with masks in Japan. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Rocky got over Emily. The reason why I said Three Ninjas Kick Back was because that was the one I saw in the theaters. And then I went back and saw Three Ninjas. I saw I saw Three Ninjas in theaters. Yeah. Um, Three Ninjas 1 was kind of fire. It was more serious. It was kind of like the first Ninja Turtles. Like, it, it, it had more kick to it. And it was really... Huh. It was... It, <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I didn't mean to do that shit, bro. Shit. But no, Three Ninjas Kickback was dope. But Three Ninjas 1 was fire, man. That nigga had bombs set up at the house. They was fighting on the roof and shit. Granddad was really kicking ass. Shout out to uh, Wax On, Wax Off. What's his name? Oh, uh, that's Mr. Miyagi. That's, that's Karate Kid, man. Yeah. No, he was in Three Ninjas. He no. definitely, he definitely was in Three Ninjas Kickback. He was in Kickback. Yes, bro. Where he was their teacher. Mr. Miyagi was their teacher, bro. I've never seen the Mr. Miyagi shit. That's how I know him. It's Three Ninjas Kickback. That's the one I got to watch, nigga. Yeah, I got to go back. You tripping, bro. He's, that's Mr. Miyagi, right. bro. The right. teacher, bro. No. You know they have an Asian teacher. granddad, bro. right? Yeah. The granddad is not Mr. Miyagi. It is. It's, it's, it's another. It was another it. one. It was like the knockoff. He's knock in off. it. He's dead. No, no. That's right. Mr. Miyagi, bro. All right. I, I, yeah, some, somebody's gonna like listen to this episode. Like, bro, it's gonna be just like that. Right? I swear, this Debo all over again. <laughs> R.P. Debo, man. R.P. Debo, man. Just so you can set it straight. I'm sorry, man. No disrespect, bro. That's he was crazy. a legend. He's really alive, bro. It's fucked up. Is he? Yeah. What? <laughs> I, thought, I swear I was wrong, nigga. No, you were right. Bro. I was like, that's the guy. Michael Clark Duncan, right? No, that's not even Debo. No, Michael Clark Duncan died. Yeah, he's yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tom, Debo's Sonny alive. Sonny Tony Liston is yeah, still alive. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. I don't even know if his first name is Sonny. I'm thinking Sonny Liston, the boxer. Yeah. Anyway, man. It's some kind of, it's, 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 he's a tiny in question marks. Whatever, man. We're yeah, like but anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I'm almost positive Mr. Miyagi is the Asian guy in Three Ninjas Kickback. But anyway. It's a lot of Asians guy, Asian guys in Kickback. All right, man. The teacher. The teacher. We're going to fact check it, man. It doesn't really matter. I don't. I don't really care. Yeah. It could be, man. It couldn't be, bro. I know Mr. Miyagi. I know the other guy. I know the different. But he could have been in that because a lot of times it was him. Bro. Yeah, it was him. I don't want to say it, it was him. It was him. Yeah, yeah, it was him. It was him, bro. I take the L, bro. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> you can win out. <laughs> can he put this shit out no more? <laughs> No, we got you now. We had two pods in the cat, bro. One of these just got to drop. Somebody's reputation got to be ruined. You got to take the first thing. I got you, bro. No, no, no. It's all good. All right, man. Anybody's going to hear this episode, hit me up, man. Hit you me see without, me, bro. Yeah, hit me up with all the slander, man, yeah. if I'm wrong. But I'm almost positive that's Mr. Miyagi. But anyway. uh, What you been listening to? Yeah, we can end the episode just like this. Uh... Oh, yeah, let's do it. Actually, I got actually a pretty good list right now because I've been catching up on a lot of old shit recently. Mm-hmm. The quarantine got me reminiscing because I feel like the world's ending. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Let's Nice. Let's let's, let's get back to, oh, I'm sorry if y'all heard my, my mix messages. <laughs> mix messages. 
it's not that Mexi Mexican people are texting me, but uh, they're coming. They're working hard. Uh, <laughs> you got to go first. My Spotify got to download for some reason or some shit. It's updating. All right. So if you haven't already listened to the Watch Guys playlist that I dropped, it's on iTunes. I still haven't put it on Spotify because I'm lazy. Um, again, me realizing how much I mismanaged my time. Anyway, uh, that's up on iTunes. Uh, if you follow me on iTunes, just follow Sean Luke Ricard. Yeah, that's that's social media, but I'm Sean McMichael on iTunes. Um, yeah, but if you follow your social media, I'll post it on Sean Luke Picard. You're yes, right, sir. Vagabond Sean on Twitter. Um, if you can't spell vagabond, look it up. I've also been listening to a lot of. I can't even front Bill Withers, man. Just cause. R.I.P. My nigga I'm Bill still Withers. Still hurt. I almost like that's a, a subject I didn't want to. Uh, well, I understand. Uh, I misspoke. I wanted. I wanted to get into because I didn't really dive into uh, his passing like I wanted to the last episode. Just shout out Bill Withers once again. They said one of my favorite artists of all time. Like I'm still dealing with your loss. I appreciate your music. Um, it's samples that I honestly didn't know. It would build wither samples that the songs that I already love that I'm still finding out right now. So, you know, just because I love him so much, I, I didn't I didn't care to even look to who sampled his music. I right. just, you know, I just loved him as a person. I didn't, I mean, not as a person because I didn't meet him, but shout out Bill Withers, man. <laughs> I just want to say that once again. Um, but yeah, I've also went back through yeah. Untitled Unmastered. Uh, shout out Kendrick Lamar. I played a lot of old yay. Like, I went through Bound 2. Um, I Can't Hold My Liquor. Um, I went through some sample yay. Like, I was listening to uh, Smooth. <laughs> smooth move that sucks I was listening right. I was listening to uh, the um, what's the name of that shit Down and Out even though that nigga didn't do that shit I forgot who he produced didn't. it uh, but, some uh, uh, Lenny Williams or so, some shit so some Cam um, and uh, Travis Scott Marie I'm Drunk uh, Acid Test River Tiber also, West by River Tiber, a long a long night by Home Shake. Uh, what else? Random shit. Uh, Fronting. Jay Z's Fronting was really really dope to me. I forgot how hard that song was. That was another one of those songs I felt like aged me. Like I, was like, I remember what the fuck was going on when this. What song else dropped. has kept you entertained in the in the drought? As outside of music. <sighs> Books. Um, I didn't oh, want to. Yeah, we I haven't done it yet. Let's I didn't. Do, I didn't want book. to be what one of them book ass about? niggas. No, no. <clears throat> but uh, I can. Uh, I think I. I think I've had. Not talk about the shit I'm not reading right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've had a a a good 2019 was a good year for books for me. Um, I got a book called Creative Quest by Quest Love that I need to finish. 
I'll probably finish that. I can't sleep lately, so I'm probably going to finish that tonight. Um, I've still got Factotum, um, the Charles Bukowski novel that I have yet to start, really. Like, every time I pick it up, I'm only, like, six chapters in. And if you read any Bukowski, like, the chapters are kind of, like, more like... I don't know how to describe it. Paragraphs, like a series of paragraphs, which is a chapter. But there there may be two chapters on one page. Um, so it doesn't make sense if I'm only six chapters in not to start it over just for the arc of the story. Like it's not like I like nonfiction because I can kind of pick it up and put it down and read it in part. Like with a novel, I can't do that. So it's more of a commitment. But I'm going to get to that. Um, and then I've got another book. I can't remember the author, but it's about how your time is best used throughout your day. Um, matter of fact, I'll go get it. If you got your Spotify, run through your song list. All right. Uh, I guess I'm going to give y'all what I've been listening to recently. I love key I went into a little uh, G-Unit G hole. Uh, shout out. I don't want to shout out none of them niggas, but... Uh, I went into a G unit hole, so uh, I did Beg for Mercy, I did Straight Out of Cashville, I did The Massacre, I did Riding Apple, I did Doctor's Advocate, I did the documentary, and I did Hunger for More. Just a little quick little run off of the G unit shit I went through. But uh, other than that, I've been fucking with Young Jeezy, Thug Motivation 101. Shout out Jeezy on some Atlanta shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've just been reminiscing a lot. Uh, other than that, uh, forever is a mighty long time. Shout out Big Trip. Uh, Big Crit. <laughs> <laughs> Big Trip. But yeah, shout out Big Crit. Been going through a lot of Big Crit recently, but uh, forever See? is a mighty long time is one of the joints that took out to me. Uh, I guess I'm going to end it with... Uh, all the G-Unit shit that I saw you post, I was like, man, I, I forgot these were album cuts. Most of my G-Unit, my my G-Unit golden era shit was all mixtape. Yeah. The, that's, how, that's why I was such a Lloyd Banks fan, because that's where he kind of really got to show his stripes. Yeah. Yeah, shout out uh, Lloyd Banks. We miss you. But uh, I guess I'm going to end it with uh, Endicott. Shout out Kid Cudi, man. Uh, I want to get higher. Have you listened to uh, uh, the new Kid Cudi song? Just What I Am. Um, no, I haven't Something listened to delinquent. Cudi just dropped a new joint. Shout out Cudi. Uh, I like to hear your joints in uh, full completion, so I haven't listened to it yet. But It's just a Cudi. song, I think. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I like to hear shit in album form. I don't want to. No, hear I got it. you. I got you. I don't like hearing singles from Cuddy. Yeah. Certain artists I just don't want to hear singles from. It's just I'd rather hear like a full a complete project. project. Yeah. No, I get it. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, Wash oh, yeah, the name of, washed up. The uh, name of that book is When by Daniel Pink. The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing. I've been reading this book for like two years. Um, it, it's easy because I can kind of pick it up, pick a part to read. And, or go to the table of content to figure out what I need for that time period and read it. If I feel like I'm fucking up as far as like procrastination, I can pick a subject matter that applies to that topic and try to hone in. But yeah, it's a good book, man. But we'll have another podcast where we talk about books more in depth. Oh yeah, we'll do a book cast. Since y'all motherfuckers think we just 
ignorant. All we do is smoke weed, rap, and fuck bitches. Because you're right. You're goddamn right. <laughs> you're goddamn right. But yeah, washed but never washed up, man. Yeah, washed but never washed up, man. I appreciate everybody that's listening to the wash guys and shit. Uh, I will be in your bitch soon. So shout out to me. Congrats. <laughs>